All right. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the new episode, Lady in Waiting. I'm actually going to be talking about two different perspectives today. So I'm going to be sharing some verses on getting through that season of waiting, you know, and waiting for God's plan and waiting for the right person to come along in your life and what that might look like. But then also kind of the flip side, and I would say that this is what I struggled more with, Um, I always knew that I kind of wanted to date later in life more seriously and get married later. I wanted to focus on my career and just even my character development before I was really investing in somebody. But I think sometimes God can be giving you opportunities to date, to get to know somebody. And sometimes that can be really fruitful because you're developing more um, healthy habits as far as compromising early. And I think it's definitely been an issue that's manifested in my current relationship today. And so sometimes I encourage if God is giving you those opportunities to really get to know somebody, it might not be the right person for you. But yet at the same time, I think there can be so many amazing things that you can learn from from dating as well. So we're going to talk about the patience side of things. So if you are a woman that is in a season of singleness and just different verses that you can read and that you can really listen to and um, dig into and kind of think about and how you can apply it to your life. We'll go over about, I think it's five different verses, and then we'll just kind of go into what that might look like in your life. And then we'll just kind of flip to our other side of the conversation. So we're going to go through the first five verses just to start out. And the first one is Philippians four, verse six. And this one actually might be a really common one and a familiar one to you. And it states, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I think some women, like some girls that I've talked to that are in their season right now of singleness have had a hard time with this verse because they do feel anxious. Um, You know, we a lot of times talk, especially as women about like our biological clock. But the truth is, I mean, yes, you know, later in life, if we do want to be moms and we do want to have kids, we do want to be mindful of the age we're getting pregnant. I mean, that can go into a whole different conversation, but sometimes we worry about that instead of really giving God the ultimate control. And I think for me, I even said this in previous podcasts, that's been a big thing that I've really struggled with is letting God take the reins in my life. Sometimes I feel like I always have to be in control and it's caused a lot of stress and anxiety in my life. And so this verse is just even right now as I'm sitting here, just such an amazing reminder to me because even in this season of dating, you know, sometimes we can run into the timing that isn't our timing just in that as well. So we, you know, we met somebody, but then all of a sudden it's like, okay, how serious are we going to be? Oh, we should be at this point now after a year. Oh, we should be getting ready to be married after this time. Oh, we've been dating for this long. So instead of giving God the reins and truly allowing him to take control of when he's putting something in something or someone in your life, it is going to be that perfect timing. And we have to trust that. And sometimes I think we focus so much on, okay, God, I, I feel like I'm, I'm following you. I'm serving you. I'm wanting to do all these things. I know I would be a godly wife. I'm faithful. I'm in the word daily. I'm praying to you, but sometimes you're not seeing what God is preparing for you, what kind of man he's preparing for you. And sometimes he might even be preparing that man 
um, for you and for that kind of leadership to develop, to lead you spiritually. And so sometimes that takes time and, you know, he might not be ready. And so that is what God is preparing him for. But then if you always feel like you're in control, which is me, God was definitely preparing me to surrender my life to him and surrender that timing to him. So that was a big thing that I learned in my preparation for dating life. Um, the second verse is Romans 8 verse 25 and it states, but if we have hope for what we do not see, and this too can be kind of different translations. A lot of times, I mean, that is a huge part of faith, right? Like trusting in what we can't see. And in this circumstance, we're not really seeing the future. We might not be seeing what God has in store for us or who God has in store for us. If you know, you as a woman are in that season of singleness, but at the end it says, we wait for it with patience and patience definitely is a virtue. And I think it is such a beautiful thing that has really been pretty lost in today's culture because we're all about instant gratification. So just giving it that, that time, um, the Lord, you know, promises it will be, it will be worth it. Galatians six, verse nine, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And this can be a verse kind of used in a little different context, but why I put it here was, um, I love the aspect of, you know, let us not become weary in doing good. And sometimes we talk about dating and the opportunity for serving before actually meeting our spouse. So, um, obviously when you're married and you're even in a relationship, your focus does shift. I mean, obviously both of your priorities should definitely be on Christ. He needs to be preeminent in your life, but, um, you are focusing as well on your marriage and encouraging each other and pursuing each other in your pursuits, whether that be spiritually, physically, financially, that kind of thing. You're working together as a team. And so being single can actually be such a beautiful time to serve and to serve those around you. And so if you're single and you're not, you know, serving your community or serving your church, you know, God definitely has to put that on your heart, I think. And just, I would say, you know, pray for a willing heart, but that is such an awesome opportunity to be really taking all the time that you have in doing those things. And I think that can just really be tremendous in building those habits before before dating somebody and not to say you can't serve when you're married or when you're in a relationship, but you just have that much more time. And you know, when you're married in a relationship, you're really serving your spouse and you're serving your significant other. So if you're developing that commitment in those habits early, that's only going to be an awesome reflection in your marriage and relationship because you know how to serve somebody, you know how to fight for somebody. And that can be such a blessing in your relationship. Uh, the second last one we'll talk about is John 13 verse 7 and it states Jesus replied you do not realize now what I am doing but later you will understand and I think you know a lot of times if you I've seen even different girls when they talk to me or different friends they say okay what was it for you when you entered into a relationship what what kind of made you understand why God made you wait? And honestly, there's so many different examples and so many different things I could think of with myself that I saw I need to work on in a relationship that I'm like, oh man, I'm really glad that I've tried to build this and tried to grow into this before getting into a relationship. But we talk a lot about relationships these days as, um, 
kind of our perspective, like what is it that I'm I'm doing wrong or what is it that I'm not prepared for? But again, just kind of coming back to what I talked about at the beginning, sometimes we don't realize now what God is doing. I mean, he could be doing something in your life that you hindsight or like, oh my goodness, okay, I, I see what the Lord was working on in my life. You know, maybe anxiety or certain situations or certain stress about different um, situations, you might escalate really fast and maybe God's just, you know, kind of teaching you to take it down a notch, not be as anxious, not be as stressed. You know, that's been definitely a huge thing in my life. Or, you know, again, like I said earlier, God might be preparing your spouse, um, to be ready for you in the right season. Um, the last verse is Proverbs 14 verse 29. And it states, he who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. So this one I really love because this gives the perfect example of the problem. And one of the biggest problems in our culture is instant gratification. Am I guilty of it? Absolutely. You know, when I kind of finally hit this season, I felt like I really wanted to focus on my career and nursing school and that kind of thing when I was in Iowa and I wasn't really interested in pursuing a dating relationship. But then as soon as I got to Boise, I think when I was really kind of transitioning into my first job, I was like, okay, I'm settled into what I want to do. Maybe this could be a really cool opportunity or time, you know, to, to date somebody or to get to know somebody, but it still wasn't God's timing. And so I think it kind of transitioned to a contentment, but then to almost an anxiety But at the same time, looking back now to even meeting Zach, um, who I'm dating now, it totally makes sense why God waited the way, or I guess waited to manifest um, that and show me Zach. It just, it all kind of, it all makes sense. There was things that Zach was doing and needed to learn before we met each other. And he was also um, dating somebody else pretty seriously, not long before we met. And so, um, you know, I see that now and it's like, man, if I would have been really impulsive in pursuing different relationships or pursuing what God obviously didn't have in mind, I could have ended up with somebody that wasn't faithful to the Lord that, you know, um, wasn't godly or was in horrible habits that were just destructive to our relationship or where we might've been each other's triggers or, um, could have just had a lot of consequences because of my rush and because of my control. And so I'm really thankful for the way that God did, did things, um, in my life and is currently doing things in my life. So that is kind of, the first part of the conversation that we'll have is just more of the patience in waiting. Um, that season is definitely a tough one, but is honestly worth it. I will say, and God's timing is always perfect. And it truly does come when you least expect it. I would say, you know, obviously God's will might not be for Zach and I to be together. I don't know, but it was pretty cool how he kind of came when I truly least expected it. And I think it was the same for him. And it is just funny how that, um, how that does tend to work. Okay. So digging into the flip side of the conversation and this, like I already said, is something I 
I'm currently still kind of struggling with and definitely struggled with in the first part of my relationship with Zach. So this is more of the flip side where you're now dating, but in that season of waiting to date or not really wanting to date up until you're like, oh, I'm ready to date. Seriously. Okay. Now, now let's do this thing. Sometimes you can get into these habits of getting stuck in your ways and kind of getting set in your ways and being selfish and developing selfish habits in certain areas, which is definitely something I have struggled with and I'm currently struggling with, but thankful that I have a guy in my life that has kind of pointed those things out and has not been afraid to point those things out. So just a little background. Um, I actually dated somebody pretty seriously when I was a senior in high school and then into um, my freshman year of college. And obviously that wasn't what God, um, what God's plan was. It wasn't the right guy for me. And so we ended up breaking up my freshman year of college. Um, and I transitioned from Montana state to a school in Iowa and I finished out my nursing degree out there and I just really wanted to focus on my career. I wanted to focus on nursing and I didn't really want to focus on dating. And so I would, you know, there was a few guys that I would talk to, but I never really wanted to pursue anything super seriously. Even if they wanted to, I just, I don't know, just never really felt like I was in that season and never wanted to date. And I actually remember one of my uncles talking to me about kind of the beauty of both ways. And he said, one of the biggest things though, Jess, if you don't open your mind and open the opportunity to date, you do develop these very selfish habits. You get stuck in your way because you're not learning early how to compromise and how to serve somebody else in that way. And he's like, while it's awesome to really um, try to focus on your career and what God has in store for you in that way. Sometimes I think it can be a really beautiful thing to learn how to serve somebody else. And that always just stuck in my mind for some reason. And it still does today. And I think he was so right. And I think it's just manifested in so many different ways in my life now. So we'll go over that in a little bit. But when I got to Boise, I think it became a little bit more of an interest where I did kind of want to pursue more of a relationship or, you know, meet different guys, get to know, um, some godly guys and see, okay, maybe Lord, like, is this your, your plan for me? And so I actually ended up, um, getting to know some people just kind of like friends, um, and different guys that some of my friends would introduce me to. And I would see guys for like a few weeks or a few months and it never, um, just never panned out. You know, it was kind of both ways. Like I wasn't interested or they weren't interested, but a lot of the guys that I met were, um, it was, it was just like a pretty cool way to get to know them, I guess. Like I, I got lucky and I think God was really sovereign in that way where I met some guys that were, you know, strong believers, but they had such high character and respect for women, which I thought was cool. So it was a really good opportunity to date and just get to know them in that way. But then there was also a lot of, um, non-believers that I met, but that's, and dated, but that's also another topic that just was not, not good and obviously not God's calling for your life, but that's for a different conversation. But then again, you know, I just, it was really, really cool to get those opportunities 
in order to kind of understand, okay, this is what it looks like in certain ways to serve, you know, serve other people. And while it didn't last long and we didn't get a whole, um, I didn't really, you know, take the whole opportunity to, you know, date somebody for a really long time. It was cool to get kind of those initial seasons out of the, out of the way. But yeah, I mean, it's hard because in the beginning it's always kind of the honeymoon phase. So everything's kind of smooth, smooth rolling. And then let's see, I'm 29 now. I actually met Zach in November of 2021 and he has been in quite a few relationships and was actually in a pretty serious one right before we met. And so we actually didn't really focus on officially dating for about like six months. And then we transitioned into dating after that. So it was March of 2022 that we officially started dating. And I think this is just kind of the bulk of the second piece of this topic on the podcast. So um, I think the hardest part that I would, I would say I had was my entertainment and just hobbies. And I guess not, you know, cueing Zach in always on that. So I used to always honestly go by myself up to McCall and would just go on random hikes or I would just take trips to like Twin Falls and go to the falls there or I do hikes around that area and I was so used to just kind of taking off doing my own thing and there'd be even like a couple times where I'm like all right Zach I'm just gonna go do this today or I wouldn't even like communicate that with him and he's like okay pretty quick to kind of nip that in the butt which was nice but he was like all right Jess you are in a relationship now these are things that I want to know. And he's like, obviously I'm not necessarily telling you, you can't do something on your own. If you want to go hike somewhere, that's great. But I would also like to know when you're going, if you're getting like, if you got there safely, he's like, this is a huge piece that you need to factor me into. And I think that was what seems like such a little thing was actually such a huge thing. And even something I still struggle with big time, um, in our relationship is letting him know if I got home safely. So that's a big thing for him, but it's loving and serving him in that way because it's giving him affirmation and a peace that I'm, I'm home, I'm safe. And just communicating that with him, communicating my plans. And a lot of times too, I'm definitely a spontaneous person can kind of be like an adrenaline junkie. I just love things kind of at high speed. And so sometimes if I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to go, you know, do this hike or I want to be random or I want to get into a new hobby or yada, yada, yada. Um, I can tend to, yeah, just, I mean, kind of go and do those things, but sometimes Zach might want to do it with me or instead of being so spontaneous, sometimes we've actually had to sit down and plan out our weeks. Like Jess, this is when I'm available to do this thing that you want to do. I would love to do it with you because I am in relationship with you, but it might have to be at this day, this hour. And so now even recently in our relationship, we're, we're sitting down cause we're both so busy him, especially with two different jobs sitting down and going, okay, this is what we can do this day, these hours, maybe in the evening. Like, I know you want to do this hike, but it might have to be in at nighttime instead of in the morning. And so just kind of figuring out those ways to really bond and grow and develop our um, relationship. And so those are two very simple things. It's just a communication thing. But also I felt like I, I just went from being so 
I'm just gonna do my own thing and I'm not really gonna give any regard to other people's time or their, you know, spending quality time with them. It was like, oh, I'm just gonna kind of take off and like do my, do my own thing. But when you're in a relationship, you really can't do that anymore. And the last part I'm actually gonna talk about is the beauty of compromise. And I think this is something that I have seen just unfold that has been such a such an encouragement honestly to me with compromise and one of the first things is the development and the kind of I guess process with becoming more well-rounded that I think has been been really cool so with compromise sometimes can come compromise with plans in the future but then also your hobbies and where I've seen it really um, grow and just be such an example to me is like our hobbies, for example, like sports or basketball or something like that. So Zach has always wanted to be a coach. Um, he loves basketball. He loves the game. He's got a really high basketball IQ. So whenever we're watching basketball together, he loves to kind of point out different things in a really technical way. Like, Oh, this is the move that this guy did in order to get the basket, you know? And it's like, he's made me think about the game in a different way that I never have before. And the reason why I love it so much is because it's really developing your mind really developing your character and interest to be more well, well rounded and to understand, um, and just to understand more in general, maybe about sports or maybe about music, if that's your man's interest or, um, just even like intelligence, their career, that kind of thing. And it's really cool too, because sometimes you'll even see compromising conversation. Like you can't always just be talking about yourself. You have to be talking about their, their loves as well. So Zach is now in real estate and then at Sensi as well. And so he loves to talk about those opportunities, but in that I'm actually learning so much about those different careers. And it just, again, gives you an opportunity to learn. And I, I love to learn. So I think it's really, really cool. And he's the same way with me, like supporting me in my hobby, supporting me with this podcast, that kind of thing. And so we can even be learning from each other spiritually, like maybe some of the verses that I've studied that pertain to the podcast, he now knows, or we can talk about. And so it's a really cool, um, really cool opportunity in that way. And I think, um, the second part to that, just kind of the beauty behind compromise is also community and community is such a big thing to me. I always love getting to know people that are growing in the same way that I am, especially spiritually, you know, finding like Zach and I have really been trying to be pretty adamant about finding Christian couples because, you know, you can pour into each other. And a lot of times if you're in you know, secular relationships or your friends with couples that are not saved, you're going to be trying to pour into them and trying to witness to them. But it's really cool when you can have couples that can pour into you as well. And so, um, one of the things that I found is a lot of community, even just through Zach and some of his friends that he's had and Christian couple friends that he's had. And so just learning from them and growing with them is also awesome. So it's like, if you're just solely focusing on 
yourself and not compromising in your own hobbies and like I'm you know bringing Zach into only my friends and only my hobbies and only doing what I want to do it's pretty much just keeping you in like this little box and then somebody's going to be unhappy because obviously not everybody has the exact same interests but then you're not opening yourself up to get to know new people develop a community and you know, I think if I wouldn't have been open to getting to know like Zach's friends or, you know, compromising on that and spending time and investing in them, I I don't think I would have met some of the influences and the amazing influences in my life that I would have. And so, like, I just look at that as just an incredible opportunity. And God is really sovereign in that, too. If that's something that you are wanting to pray for and praying about, you know, meeting good Christian couples, if you are dating somebody, even if you're married, I mean, I do believe that God is going to answer, um, answer that prayer. And so it can be just a really awesome thing. So those are kind of both perspectives, just, you know, being patient in that waiting season. But if you are in that season or God allows you to be in that season or wants you to be, you know, dating somebody or he is, um, allowing that person finally to come into your life take advantage of that opportunity and just you know trust the process but also be willing to jump right into serving that person and it's something that I am learning for sure still learning too I feel like Zach sometimes has got it down a lot better than I do but um something I'm still definitely working on and growing in and I encourage you guys in the same way